This is episode 74, end of year reflection and new year goal setting with my guest Loretta Wilkins. I have today's episode and then next week I have one more episode of 2021 that I'm taking a break and when I come back in January it will be season three. There is still time to sign up and register for my online, my 14-day online program called Detox and Reset. The doors close and no more signups or registration after December 24th. So today's episode, in this episode, you will learn. Loretta will teach us how to close the year and reflect. Loretta talks about how to set goals and intentions for the new year, how to have a growth mindset, how to declutter your home, create a vision board, and so much more. When I was recording this um, and interviewing her, I was actually taking notes because she has so many great topics and so much knowledge on things and her suggestions on how to declutter your home um, was really good. I really love it. And also... You have an 80% chance to succeed and manifest when you visualize and see your vision board. So that's good information to know when we, or if you choose to create a vision board for 2022. Loretta has a long history in Northeast Ohio. She currently lives in Carolina Beach, North Carolina with her husband, Scott. Over 20 years ago, she discovered the power of plant-based nutrition and gained the knowledge that food is medicine. Loretta sold a company in the business world and pursued her passion and purpose to inspire people to break through to better health. She is a certified personal trainer and wellness coach and recently completed her certification as a John Maxwell trainer, teacher, and coach. She has addressed hundreds of audiences with her message of health and hope. She was known as a mom on a mission for many years and now has three grown adult kids, a daughter-in-law, and a son-in-law. 13 years ago, Loretta became a national marketing director with Juice Plus Company and has been nominated for four prestigious awards for her contribution to this mission. I hope you guys all enjoy this episode. Hi, Loretta. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you, Nikki? I'm doing great too. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. I'm excited to be here. Oh, thanks. Thank you. I was recently introduced to Loretta and I just started talking to her on Zoom and then Voxer and I find everything she has to say very fascinating. So I asked her to be on my podcast and she said yes and I'm so happy and thankful. Can you tell the listeners about yourself? Well, that's always like a loaded question, you know, because there's know, right? the history, there's the present. Um, well, my name is Loretta Wilkins, and I'm currently a presidential marketing director with the Juice Plus Company. I have a long history in Northeast Ohio, but relocated to North Carolina eight years ago, where I reside in two homes, one in the country, one at the beach of Carolina Beach. Mom of three grown kids and two daughter, two in-law kids and about to be a grandmother for the first time. And I'm also a personal trainer and a wellness coach and recently completed a a new certification as a life coach. So it's been an exciting journey. Yeah, that's really exciting. And I know you lead a team on reflection and end of year, closing out the year, end of year reflection. 
Can you tell us how we can also do this and start incorporating it soon since it's basically the end of 2021? It's perfect timing for this topic right now right. because too many times we, we dive into the holiday season and we just fixate on just the holidays. And I think it is so critical and important for a great life flow is to take a little bit of time out. I think the best time is right after Christmas, if that's what you celebrate, before the new year. So big holidays are over. Usually there's a few days that you could take some time to not just blow off the fact that we just completed a whole year around the, the planet. I mean, we just completed right. a whole year. We're about to launch into a new year. And what, what I see happen too often is it's, it's week two of January and no one has reflected, paused. They haven't geared up for the new year. And the next thing you know, it is December again, and they're feeling disappointed or frustrated that their life didn't change in a direction. They didn't maybe accomplish things that they really wanted to do. And I think it starts with reflecting in the month of December. Mm -hmm. And so um, I don't, I, I'll, I'll share a little bit about why reflection, because I think unless somebody understands why is that important, they might not do it. But first right. of all, when we take time to reflect and go a little bit inward is when we can begin to build upon our values. We start to really understand ourselves better and we start to gain a perspective of what do we really value in life? That when you define your values more closely, you're going to start making better decisions. You're going to be propelled along the journey you were meant to have. It's going to make it so much easier to make changes in a direction of something that you value. So number one is, is really deciding what you value, thinking on, on that and becoming a better decision maker. I think it also is huge because it starts to give life a bigger picture. You start to see life in a bigger way. You start to be able to say, all right, wow, look at the journey I've been on. And I, I encourage you not to spend time in complaining or beating yourself up over yeah. the things that didn't go well or right. Instead, celebrate you know, celebrate even the small steps, the little wins, the more we can encourage ourselves, because you know what, if we want to wait for the world to encourage us, that might not happen. Yeah. But if we can say, you know what, there were some, some good steps along, along the year. And what, what do I want to celebrate? What was, what were the highlights of 2021 for you? Even writing them down and journaling on them or mm -hmm. praying over them, but it is huge. And I also think that when you take time to reflect you're going to spot opportunities for the future. Like you're going to get clarity. You're going to, you're yeah. going to see the future in a much better way. I never thought of it that way. And I like that. Yeah. And, and to involve your family too. You know, mm -hmm. I think that when we sit down with our family, reflect with them, you know, ask your kids, ask your spouse, what did you love about the year? You know, what would you like to see be different in our family life? Also just asking perspectives from friends, you know, to mm -hmm. asking for insights upon yourself. I know that's a really brave and hard thing to do sometimes, but even being able to say, you know, where do you think I, I need to grow? What are some areas that you think I could get stronger yeah. in? That is a very brave step. Not a lot of people mm -hmm. are willing to do, but usually there are a couple people in your life. If anybody follows any Brene Brown, she says they, the names yeah. would fit on an index card 
So the people that you would trust, the people that you know would speak love and life over you would not be critical. You would not receive it as, you know, a criticism or condemnation, but they might just be willing to share with you, you know, I see you struggling in this area, you know, maybe you could get help in that, that area. So reflection also comes with involving the people that you love and care about in that process. And then here's like a hot topic for me. Okay. You've got to purge and declutter mm-hmm. everybody. And you're, if you see the boxes in the back, it's because I still haven't gotten my <laughs> shelves delivered. So those are all my books or this, because when we live in a cluttered space, it, it, there's even a statistic that says people spend one and a half hours a day, just trying to find things. Oh God. <laughs> you know, so, and yet what's like the number one frustration is people, they don't feel like they have enough time to, to reach their goals or to make change. And, and so I think pausing after the holidays, pack it up, put it away, go through mm-hmm. your closets. I actually, um, I started this in my early thirties. I was a mom of one about to adopt a second child. And I, you know, ended up having another child at 34. And I realized that the more I helped them declutter, the more productive they were, the less stressed they were, the easier school came to them. And so as a family, we actually began a process of every month, we took a laundry basket and everybody had to put things in it. Anything that they were not using, didn't want anymore, wanted to donate, wanted to get rid of. And so I actually do a little bit of that every single month. But at mm-hmm. the end of the year, I do a huge purge. I'm going through everything. Have I not touched this in the whole last year? Do I really need four wooden spoons in my drawers? I mean, like yeah. I'll go through everything. I go through my desktop of my computer. I go through my files. I go, I, here's a fun thing I do is I take everything off my desk. So whatever your workspace is, whatever's like where you keep your mail, whatever's the most clutter, take it all off and clean it. Mm-hmm. Sit down on the floor, get yourself a trash bag or trash basket, get yourself some file folders, get yourself your calendar. And you're going to do one of three things with everything in your arena. You're either going to pitch it, you're going to file it, or you're going to plan to act on it. And then you can put it away. So I, I put everything in, a, I use my phone and I mm-hmm. use, I have an iPhone. So I use Siri to remind me. I can use my reminders list at a, at an instant. It can remind me on the, a day. It can remind yeah. me as a month. It can remind me down to the minute of when I want to get something done. Then I don't mind putting it away because people think if they just leave it in the big stack, it means they're going to get to it. But all that's doing is making you stressed. So yes, <laughs> I mean, you felt it right as a mom, yeah. busy mom with your girls and in, in all mm-hmm. kinds of activities. Or when there's a lot of stuff around, don't, you know, is that a good thing? No, like this, I'm, I get stressed in my office. I need to do this in my office and the kitchen, the kitchen has been so bad because now I have so many appliances out and then the mail's out and then their homework. I'm like, I can't anymore. Like, I don't even want to be in that area. And that used to be my favorite area. So I am oh, yeah. incorporating yeah, this. That kitchen like, is such a hub, but it can yeah. be a catch-all too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one personal development book or course I got a lot of these ideas from said you should never touch a piece of paper more than one time. So if you can try to um, really not procrastinate on handling your paperwork life, 
it will, mm -hmm. you won't even stack up so much clutter. So in other words, the mail comes, just open it, pitch everything that's trash. Yeah. You know, if it's bills, put it in a folder for bills and, and Hey, get online, get that stuff paid automatically. Mm -hmm. You won't even have to touch those pieces of paper anymore. So super important is that, and, and purging and declutter, cluttering, first of all, it, it, it has been proven to reduce stress and anxiety. And in the past two years, there has been a tripling of people going on anti-anxiety and anti-depression medication. So we know that this actually even has a, a direct reflection on your health. It's also going to improve your sleep, which guess what? As a certified wellness coach, one of the things that I learned the most was the importance of rest. You, mm -hmm. you have to be able to rest, but if you're thinking of all the things you didn't get to, all the things that you have to get to, it, it, you won't rest. You, and, but when you've decluttered and you've planned and you've already delegated when something's going to happen, oh my gosh, so much can happen. It's going to improve your mental health. It's going to save you money. It's easier to clean and keep tidy when you declutter around you. You're going to feel better about yourself because I yeah. think when people are in a heap, they don't want to have people over. They, you know, they, they struggle. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of tension in marriages and relationships when people are in that state. And so you're going to improve your relationships and just your sense of well-being for sure. Yeah. And I, I just think you'll be so happy when it's mm -hmm. done, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody ever regrets yes. purging the closet once it's over. No, <laughs> I love the laundry basket idea too. Like that it will be so easy with the kids. Like, I love it. Like throw away donation. Yeah. I'm going to do it this weekend with them. I'm like all excited now. <laughs> it, it, it absolutely get them involved because they need to learn that life. It's a life skill. And mm -hmm. if they're learning to do it, you know, my, my girls will tell now my son and his wife are just, they're ridiculous purgers. They're like so organized, but my girls will send me pictures of their bags that they're taking to mm -hmm. the Goodwill. And I think there's something also about just paying forward what we don't need or use and yeah. just give it away. And it makes room for more abundance. It makes room to receive uh, more great things that life has to offer you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then that's the end of year. So then going forward, we have 2022 coming. How do you set your goals and intentions for the new year? So this could be a whole podcast in and of itself. And if you're listening, <laughs> by the way, if they decide they want more, we could come back to this because like next yeah. Monday, I'm giving a whole hour workshop just on goal setting because there is a lot to it, but let me, let me say a couple things about it. Number one is you might as well not even set goals. If you don't get your mindset, right. You know, if you are living yeah. with a very fixed mindset, which means that mm -hmm. you are afraid of stepping out, afraid of making a change, worry takes over. If you're afraid of failure, you are living in a very fixed mindset. And it's kind of, you're telling yourself, I can't do that. So why set the goal mm -hmm. or, um, I'm, I'm not good enough, or it's, this is going to be too hard. And you, you're, you, you setting goals might really be pointless. So I really encourage people to move over to a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. This is, I can try new things. I'm going to look for new strategies. You know, is this really the best I can do or can I improve? And, and recognizing that goals are going to take effort. They are yeah. going to take a consistent amount of persistence. And, but nothing exciting happens outside, inside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're not stretching, if we're not looking forward to something, 
I, I it's, it really leads to a very dull life, a frustrated life. And so I'm huge about the idea of setting goals. You know, I've been doing this system now. Let's see, I'm going to be 59 and I've been doing it since I was 29. So what <laughs> you do the math. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I started this literally that long ago. And so the first, after I do reflection, after I mm-hmm. celebrate the year, I start with doing the wheel of life. And anyone listening can just go to Google or go to your search engine and just put in Wheel of Life. It's from, originally with Tony Robbins. Yeah, and I use the Wheel of Life too. You, yeah. you use that? Mm-hmm. I actually printed it out because I'm, I'm, we're going to be doing them on Monday. But I have done a wheel. And I remember the first time I did the wheel, you know, barely off of the spokes. It was such a crooked wheel. And I wondered, no wonder my life feels so hard, you know? <laughs> Yeah, And so the idea is that we would recognize the area of life that we really need to right. set goals. A lot of times we just set goals in the places like, okay, say you're really into fitness. Oh, I'm going to join a new CrossFit gym. Well, that's not hard because you already love fitness. And, you know, that mm-hmm. might not be a stretch for you, but figuring out, is it in finances? Is it you really need to um, make, make a job change or start that business you've always dreamed of or is it socializing? You've really been working, been a workaholic and you need to get out and be with people more. Like what, what area of your life are, are you looking to grow in? So the wheel of life is going to help you decide the places of, of growth that I want and, and how I want to expand my life. And, and then you can begin to set goals. So number one is I like looking at long-term so about five years, I mean, you could look mm-hmm. at a big vision, but like for me at this age, like looking at five years, I'm like happy if I'm going to be getting five years. Right. But in five years, you literally could change almost anything in your life. Any area of your life can look completely different in five years. So oftentimes what happens with goals is people set very, they set a goal and then they've got this short-term mindset. If it didn't happen in a couple months or in a year or even two years, they give up. And so number one, look at what, what are the law? How do I want my life to look different in five years? And then I like to break it down into the year. What in this year would I like to accomplish? And then you can begin to actually set goals. And so I like to make them, I want realistic. Like yeah. in other words, if I need to, I've, I've worked with people as a wellness coach that say my daughter's getting married in three months and I want to lose 40 pounds. And that's just, it's not realistic, but I say, what about we get you down a size and 10 good fat pounds off, you know, like Mm -hmm. your goals do need to be something that are achievable. They can't just be so out there that you're never going to get there. Uh, Now I always say, if you shoot for the stars and land on the moon or whatever that saying is, I mean, I I believe in stretching, but Mm -hmm. making it something you could accomplish within a reasonable timeframe. Then you need to be able to write the goal down. And here's what too many people say. I want to lose weight. I want to get out of debt. That is so vague and so general. You're going to struggle. It Mm -hmm. needs to be, I will, first of all, not I'm going to try. It needs to be a definitive. I will lose 20 pounds in 2022. So I will reduce our debt by $10,000 this year. You know, a goal that is specific that you can actually grasp onto. And then what are some of the action steps? You know, write down a couple of action steps that it's going to take. Shredding up the credit cards, 
taking the financial peace university, I, you know, what are steps? If it's losing weight, it might hire a wellness coach or a personal trainer to help you. Like what are the steps you're going to take to make, make some of those things happen. And that is going to be huge. The other thing that I do, I mean, like, matter of fact, I'll show you, so you know, that your audience won't see, but I have a, yeah. I do after I've set my goals, like thought through the wheel of life and where do I want to set? And I write them out. I make a vision board because mm-hmm. when we can visualize our goals, we have an 80% better chance of accomplishing them. So we are visual learners when we can see it. What happens when you can see the goal, you're going to get motivated. That is your self-motivation towards action is I'm going to see that beach and that family vacation I really want to take and know that I'm going to save that $500 every month. So we have the money for that vacation in August. Like the, 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 the board will bring it a life. I also pick a word for the year. And for me, a scripture is um, something that I like an area of my spiritual growth that I want to grow in. I will um, pick a, pick a scripture. So a a, a theme might be a theme. I remember one year um, it was, it was a heart. I shaped my goal board in a heart. It was because I I really wanted to to have more love. I wanted to be more loving. I wanted to receive more love. Um, I've had the shape of an arrow after a painful divorce and it was nothing but up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to focus on how I kind of felt at rock bottom. I, my theme for the year was nothing but up. And it's just been, it's just been a very fun thing. Now my husband, um, that I'm, I'm, I got married a year and a half ago in the middle of the pandemic. And he, when I first met him, he thought this was amazing and he does it with me every year. So we do, we do our, our will of life, our goals, um, all together. So it's been, it's been a really amazing way to move forward in life. Yeah. I love that. I started, so I think it was three years ago, three years ago, I started doing vision boards with my daughters and we do that together. Um, we do it at the beginning of the new year. And then we also started doing it, um, at the beginning of the school year for them, like what they want to do in the school year or sports or something that way too. And so the one vision board that we did for 2020, I had start a podcast and I started the podcast and I had um, vacations. And I think that year, uh, like before things, um, we went to like Palm Springs. We went, we were, we were going like all over and it was just like, oh my gosh, you know? So it's really cool. And I have all of my vision boards still in my office. So I do still see them. So that's funny. I didn't know that though. I didn't hear the 80%, but now I'm glad I do have them all in my office still. So I could visually see them. That's so funny. You keep yours now. I'm such a ridiculous purger. I get rid of the old ones. Do you? (laughs) I'm a purger to a fault sometimes. Cause then there's times Mm -hmm. when I'm like, why did I get rid of that? But (laughs) yeah. But I like the, you had it in the shape of a heart too. I like that. Yeah. Just makes it more fun. So have fun with the the process of, you know, putting closure to 2021 Mm -hmm. and how are you going to launch into 2022? I love it. Thank you so much. This was all so interesting and fascinating. And I'm sure you saw me. I mean, the listeners aren't going to see me, but I was actually taking notes (laughs) for myself too. Good. Um, 
where can the listeners find you at like okay. on social media um, website? Yeah. Instagram. I'm Loretta V Wilkins. So L O R E T T A, the letter V is in Vicky and Wilkins W I L K I N S. And I'm Loretta Wilkins on Facebook and um, I'm Loretta Wilkins at juiceplus.com. So, okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It was, my, it was so fun. Thanks for asking me. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. You can find Loretta on Instagram at www.instagram.com backslash Loretta Wilkins. That is L-O-R-E-T-T-A-V Wilkins, W-I-L-K-I-N-S. You can find me on Instagram at www.instagram.com backslash don't know why that's so hard for me to say today fit fun and frazzled podcast and also my instagram my health and wellness nikki lanigan yoga and wellness if you like this episode please leave a rating and review share it on social media and tag us and i hope everyone has a really happy healthy and safe holiday and new year